Good morning. Today is Tuesday, March 15th, 2022. Just as a reminder, it is my plan and my hope to continue straight together every Monday, every morning, Sunday through Friday, this week and continuing 10 at 9. But we do have a change to our Thursday night schedule. So this Thursday night, because it is Purim, we will not be meeting. After that, we're going to switch to 8 p.m. And there are some date changes as well to accommodate Passover, Pesach. So please see the emails or our website or our Facebook page for all the details of the upcoming changes to the Thursday night schedule. But my plan is and my hope is that in the mornings we will continue without interruption. And I'm very, very glad to be with you this morning. So on Purim, we have four major mitzvos, four activities that we're supposed to engage in. One is to read and hear the Megillah, both at night and in the morning, the book of Esther, the story of Purim. And another is on Purim day, Thursday during the day, to have a su'uda, a celebratory meal, a delicious, wonderful meal to enjoy ourselves. Now, those two mitzvos, I believe, are intuitive. It makes sense. Purim is a holiday where we celebrate being delivered from danger. So we celebrate, we tell the story, and we celebrate. That makes sense. But there are two other mitzvos, shalach manos, to send gifts of food to each other, and matanos levyonim, to give gifts of tzedakah to those who are in need. Now, those two mitzvos do not appear anywhere in the narrative of the Purim story. They are mentioned in the book of Esther as obligations of this day, but they don't come from any detail of the narrative itself. And the question is, why are these two mitzvos here on Purim? When they, I mean, they're both very nice things. They could be done anytime. What's the connection between these two mitzvos of sending gifts to our friends and giving money to the poor, to those in need? What's the connection to Purim? Why are they specifically Purim mitzvos? Let's start by asking a different question. Let's talk about Yom Tov, a holiday. For example, Pesach or Shavuos or Sukkos. What is Pesach? What is the most difficult mitzvah to perform in connection with the holiday of Pesach, a Passover? What's the most difficult mitzvah? Well, I can imagine what possible answers to that might be. But the Gra, the Vilna Gon, Rabbi Elio of Vilna, gives a very interesting and curious answer that might not have been our first choice. He says, the most difficult mitzvah to fulfill on Yom Tov is the mitzvah, the obligation, v'hayisa ach sameach. On Yom Tov, you should be exceedingly joyous. There's a mitzvah called simchas Yom Tov, to rejoice on Yom Tov. Says the Vilna Gon, the first moment of the holiday where you're stressed, where you are feeling impatient, where you are distracted from the joy of the holiday, you're no longer fulfilling that mitzvah. So I'll ask you, be honest with yourself. I'll try to be honest with myself. How long do I last on Pesach fulfilling this mitzvah? 
five minutes, 30 seconds. You know, I mean, it's, it's, and the Vilna Gon says that's the most difficult mitzvah. And it includes that I have to be happy with myself. I have to be happy with who I am. How do I fulfill that? How do I reach that level? Purim provides the practical answer to that question. Because on Purim, we remember the story, we read the Megillah, we express gratitude to God in our prayers, and we have a great meal to celebrate. All of those things are intuitive. But there's one more aspect. Now listen, please, to the words of the Rambam. Famous words, which I've quoted before, but so important for us to internalize and to understand precisely what the Rambam is saying. The last paragraph where the Rambam discusses the laws of Purim, he says, Mutav la'adam laharbos b'matonos avyonim it is more important to allocate a greater amount of funds, of, fine, of money, finances, to the expenses relating to gifts to those in need than the money that I spend on my own Purim Su'uda, the celebration in my home with my family, and the gifts that I give to my friends combined. If I look at that dollar amount, that should be exceeded by the dollar amount that I spend giving gifts to those who are in need. Why? I mean, obviously, it's a very nice thing to give lots of tzedakah. Yes. But listen carefully. She'ein sham simcha gedola umefa'ora el l'sameach levaniyim v'yusomim v'amonos v'gerim. There is no greater joy than the joy of helping Others who are in need. Because one who assists, helps, supports those who are in need in any manner, is compared to God Himself. As it says about God, God raises the spirits of those who feel downtrodden and revives those with broken hearts. So when we revive someone with a broken heart, when we raise the spirit of someone who is downtrodden, we are acting in a way that imitates God. And that is a way to increase the joy that we have. Notice, please, that the Rambam is making the very precise point. It's not just altruistic that we should do more to help those in need on Purim. Yes, it is altruistic, but it's also selfish. I want to be happy on Purim. I can be a little bit happy, or I can be a lot happy. In order to be a lot happy, I should do those things that give the greatest amount of joy. A lower level of joy is for me to enjoy my delicious meal with my family, and that's it. A greater level of joy would be to share it with those who might not have it otherwise, either because of financial need or spiritual need or for whatever reason. When I include others that in a way that lifts their spirits, I'm increasing my joy. And the truth is, 
We all recognize this. We all recognize that when we do an altruistic act for someone else, we feel better. We feel better about ourselves. So, a good meal is good. A great meal is great. How do we turn our meal on Thursday from a good meal to a great meal? A little joy is good. More joy is better. A little fun is good. More fun is better. A little helping others is good. A lot of helping others is great. The more helping, the more happiness, the more joy. Do you want to increase the level of joy you feel on Purim? Spend more time helping others, you'll feel more joyous on Purim. It's as simple as that. And it's as profound as that. And that's the lesson that the Rambam is teaching us. And that's the reason why we have these two mitzvos that don't come from the narrative. They come from the obligation to feel joy on Purim. So we could either feel a little bit of joy and have a delicious meal by ourselves and only look after our own pleasure, or we can have a lot of joy, a lot of fun, a lot of happiness by spending more time helping others. It's a simple formula. And it's true on Yom Tov that the more time and effort we spend on Yom Tov, on Pesach, on Passover, on any of the holidays, engaged in helping others and uplifting others, the more joy we're going to feel. So there's a mitzvah of Simchas Yom Tov. There's a mitzvah to rejoice on Yom Tov. Here's a practical step to take to make sure you're enhancing that mitzvah. We all want more joy. We all want more fun. Here's how to do it. Years ago, I used to attend AA meetings, Alcoholics Anonymous, as a rabbinic resource. I would go to the meetings that were mostly composed of Jews, people who were trying to overcome addiction to alcohol and other types of addictions, and I would try to be a Jewish resource to share insights from a Jewish point of view, many of them based on the writing and teaching of Rabbi Dr. Abraham Tversky, who was the trailblazer in this area. Jewish insights on the 12 steps, on overcoming addiction. That was what I was supposed to be doing. The truth is, if I'm honest, I ended up learning much more from these amazing people who are absolute heroes and towers of strength in the effort it takes to overcome an addiction. Unless you personally experience it, I don't know if it's possible to recognize how difficult it is to overcome an addiction to alcohol, to overcome an addiction to smoking. That's one of the most difficult addictions to overcome, etc., etc. I remember one night, I'll never forget this, a man spoke up in the group, as you may know, at AA meetings, each person speaks up. It's a support group. A man spoke up and he said, this week, I really feel so good. I feel good physically. I feel good emotionally. 
My job is going well. I'm doing better with my wife and my kids. And I was thinking to myself, why? And I realized, I feel so good tonight because this past week I concentrated on helping others. It's remarkable. And it's simple. And it's true. We need to let Purim set the tone for our lives. Lives of joy, of exuberance. But not just a little joy, not just a little fun, but more joy and more fun and more happiness. And the way to do it is to remember, the more we do for others, the more highly we will think of ourselves and the happier we will be. My friends, I wish you a great day and a happy and joyous Purim. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.